welcome to the St. Pete Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Renew, a local real estate professional in St. Petersburg, Florida, and I help people fall in love with the Sunshine City every day. In these episodes, I sit down with local business owners and get to tell their stories. So we peel back the curtain and let you discover what makes St. Pete so special. So come along with me and let the Sunshine City warm your soul. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me again on the St. Pete Soul podcast. I am super excited to have the fabulous Gina DeFord with me today. She is the founder of Babe Crafted, which is an amazing uh, women's group of membership that I happen to be a part of as well. So Gina, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Really excited to be on St. Pete Soul. Awesome. Well, let's dive right in. So tell everybody a little bit of backstory about yourself. Sure, sure. Um, So first and foremost, I want to avoid falling into the trap of starting with the day of my birth. (laughs) I know that we sometimes can tend to draw things out a bit. Um, But a little bit about me is so I moved to Tampa in um, 2007 to go to the University of Tampa. And um, this city has given me so much, you know, like I, you know, I met my husband um, while working at Tampa Theater, you know, I ended up, um, you know, beginning my career here, and then later starting businesses. So I'm really happy to be part of the Tampa Bay area. Um, and, you know, I live in Seminole Heights in a historic home with my husband and, you know, very sassy cat and playful dog. Um, <laughs> and I really love to, um, I'm always working on planning my next trip to London. So that's something that often people will find out about me pretty quickly. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. So you got to, okay. You got to touch on that. What, what's, what's the connection with London? Sure. Uh, well, it's the Spice Girls first and foremost. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I did study abroad in London in college and it really, it really opened up my world, you know, like really getting to know the city beyond, you know, just kind of like the, the touristy types of things that you do when you go. I mean, Big Ben, incredible, Borough Market, incredible, but I mean, it's, there's so much um, to do and see there and there's just magic around every corner. Well, that's super cool. So how long, you said you studied abroad there? How long was that? Three months. Three months. Okay. Very cool. So tell me, like, why do you love the Tampa Bay area so much? Like, what, what's so special about it for you? Of course. So um, when I was growing up, I would spend some of my weekends in St. Pete. My mother and father were divorced and, you know, they shared custody and my dad owned an apartment building in downtown. And I mean, downtown in St. Pete was a totally different world, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And, you know, at the time, like we lived not too far from it's now called Sundial, but it used to be called Baywalk and Central Avenue. I mean, Today, it's full of all these incredible um, restaurants and local businesses and boutiques, but at the time it was, it was mostly shuttered. So, I mean, I really enjoyed being able to like spend time in this really walkable, beautiful downtown area, but it's also been really amazing seeing the city change. So, you know, I spent time in St. Pete when I was um, growing up, and then I also spent time in Tampa seeing live shows, you know, going to the Orpheum, um, and it used to be called uh, the Masquerade, now it's the in Ebor. So I really just had um, the associations I had with Tampa Bay were, were fun and vibrant and just full of really amazing things to do. So I really love this area. Um, and even though I'm not a very beachy person, I really love that we have some of the most beautiful beaches 
um, you know, that I've ever seen. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just a really great place. I mean, people are really friendly. It's it's pretty easy to navigate and find what you're looking for. Awesome. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Vibrant is a great, great word to describe the area. I mean, it's, there's so much stuff to do here. You could like have a running list and never, never get to do everything. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It used to be, you know, like you would open up creative loafing and look up, oh, okay, there's, you know, here's a couple things we can do this weekend, but now you, you can't fit it in any, you can't fit on one page, you know, by any stretch, like all the things to do, like whether it's art, food, music, um, there's, there's a lot to do in this area. Yeah. So are you a Florida girl? Were you born in the, in the area or where, like, where are you from originally? I was born um, on Long Island in New York, um, but I moved to Florida when I was six. So I'm a Florida girl. I mean, I still do, I still do hang on to my New York roots. I'm really proud um, to be from New York. I mean, my, uh, my grandfather on my father's side, like worked in public transportation, um, you know, for the MTA. And then my, my grandfather on my mother's side was a New York police officer. So, I mean, we have, we have some pretty strong New York roots. Cool. Do you get to go up there often to visit? Not as often as I'd like, but I'm really fortunate to have a lot of family, both on Long Island um, and in the city. So it's really nice to kind of get the best of both worlds and get to see everybody. Um, you know, I mean, COVID has been pretty crazy the past two years. I think that my husband and I would have traveled, you know, one to two times um, over that time, but it's just kind of looking a little different lately, but it's definitely on my, um, on my vision board to be able to visit family again and do some exploring and, um, you know, just get to enjoy some of, you know, some of what New York has to offer. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me kind of like, tell me the journey about starting your business, you know, and you may have, you know, obviously been doing something else like past career and kind of where did that idea come from and, and how did you get, get to where you are today? Yes. So um, let me give you like, like paint the picture a little bit. So before I became a business owner, uh, my very first job I got when I was uh, my first big girl job when I was 24, I started working at Creative Loafing. Um, I was running the marketing department. I mean, it was everything from events to promotions to social media. I mean, it was a little bit of everything, even bringing in some PR skills to the table. Um, because at the time, I mean, we, we ran a newspaper, like we marketed everything that we had to offer in that newspaper. So for the first time ever, like I was collaborating with other publications to spread the word about what we had to offer with our events. Um, so that was really wonderful, which then, you know, after about two years led me to my next position. I was working with Dad's Restaurant Group, um, focusing on PR, communication, social media with, with a little bit of events sprinkled in too. So I have a really broad background you know, but to be totally honest with you, like I, four years um, into working for other companies, working for other people, like I just really, I mean, four years is not that long. Like I pretty quickly realized that if I wanted to have control over my time and my schedule and who I worked with, um, what projects I worked on, you know, I was going to have to work for myself, which was something that I always had in the back of my head, you know, um, so my the first business that I launched was called Boss Babe Club. And the idea behind it was I wanted to highlight all the amazing women-owned businesses in the Tampa Bay area. At the time, you know, this was in, you know, I started brainstorming in 2016. Um, at the time, you know, there started to be more of a mainstream conversation happening about 
women business owners accomplishments, but I felt like, you know, what I was seeing was those conversations were happening in Chicago and New York and LA. And I was like, well, we've got it going on down here in St. Pete and Tampa, Clearwater. I mean, there's a lot of really um, ambitious, creative women here building really cool things. So Right. So, I mean, including yourself. So, you know, I wanted to shine a light on them and what they were doing and help them add to their toolkit. So Boss Head Club started out as like a kind of like a media and lifestyle company. And then I launched Babe Crafted um, in 2018. So sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Started brainstorming to launch a business in 2016. Launched Boss Babe Club in 2017. Okay. launched Babe Crafted in 2018. So, okay. um, and Babe Crafted is a membership. So it is a network of women-owned businesses. You know, um, my goal is to help them add to their toolkits to continue to be the face of their brand and show up in their business and market their business to the best of their ability and have fun while they do it, be supported while they do it. Well, well, I can vouch that it's fantastic membership since I'm a part of it. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, well, you know, talking about your past past career with creative loafing and dats, it sounds like you've been very events focused. And do you, would you say you have a passion for events? Because I feel like you incorporate that really heavily into your uh, Babe Crafted membership. Yes, that is such a great question. Events are my my main passion. Um, you know, just getting people in a room together is is a really magical opportunity you know because you never know who you could meet you know you're definitely going to if you're open to it you know if your if your mind is open if your heart is open if your eyes are open you know like there's someone in that room who you can connect with and you know become friends with and support each other in that fashion i mean collaborate with launch product lines together i mean you know create um a collaborative service together i mean there's just there's so many opportunities to um to grow and move forward together um one of my other you know really fun kind of like saint pete stories is when i was in college i interned for no clubs productions um and they have been hosting live shows and selling um you know selling records in the saint pete area for for years and years and I was promoting, you know, these really great concerts, you know, on, on, um, and the thing that I really loved about the concert, I mean, the, the music was great. Seeing the band was great, but I loved watching the audience, like seeing mm -hmm. the audience, like just have a great time together and sing the lyrics together. Like these people, you know, I mean, all have their own separate lives, right. And they're all doing their own thing, um, you know, during the day, but then that night they come together and they've got something really beautiful in common is that they're sharing this experience together and they are, um, loving this music together. So that is something that I noticed about myself, um, back when I was interning, you know, like, I think that was like my sophomore year of college. Um, so events have been a passion of mine since then. And, um, you know, I've been really fortunate to, I've hosted, you know, hosted and promoted everything from a, you know, 2000 person beer festival when working for Creative Loafing to an intimate, you know, 20 person tasting dinner at Death Restaurant Group to mm -hmm. hosting intimate workshops and, you know, community events and panel events um, with Babe Crafted. Cool. Yeah. So you, you've got lots of experience with events and you know what works and what doesn't work and like how to, how for the people that are there to get like the most out of, you know, most out of the event. So. 
Yes, thank you. And still learning a ton. I mean, I feel like with events, <laughs> you know, like you've got to constantly be adding it to your toolkit and you really have to be on your A game because there's so many details, you know, I mean, it's one thing to to have the event look beautiful. It's another thing to really make sure that the people who are coming to the event are going to be able to have a great experience and interact with what you've created for them. So there's a lot of layers to it and it can often be really stressful, but when it's going well and people are having a nice time, like it's, it's a really beautiful thing. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some people may not know this about me, but I, I was an event planner before I got into real estate. So I can I kind of can see what you're saying about events. You know, it's, it's really satisfying to, to watch people have an awesome time at something that you put together. So how cool that that's a part of your background too, Brittany. That's wonderful. Um, yeah. What would you say? And I have a question for you. Like, would you say there are any like skills from your event planning days that you've pulled over into your real estate career? Yeah, that that's a good question. You know, I think probably the um, having a process in place, being organized and attention to detail is something that you have to have if you're planning events. And I think that's probably one of the main components that I brought over to real estate because, you know, obviously every client is different, but there are these baseline things that we really need to get down to for, you know, whether it's a buyer or seller. So having, I have processes in place and that way it helps, you know, the expectations be the same across the board and then we can handle any obstacles that come, come up. So yeah, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's so nice to know. I mean, even though you're not, you know, focusing, you know, your time and energy on event planning specifically, it's really wonderful to see that like the time and energy that you spent in that career has carried over and that you're those those skills are alive and well. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think people, you know, and probably a lot of people don't spend enough time thinking about that, but you know, any kind of past career or experience that you went through, I mean, that is going to only benefit you in the future and give you the tools you need to make better decisions down the road. And so, you know, it's kind of like the idea of like, there's really no such thing as failure, failure, because everything is just a learning experience. So I think that kind of ties into that. Heck yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's a really, that's like such a positive, wonderful outlook. And I mean, you know, like back to talking about like opportunity, you know, like if something doesn't go the way that you were hoping for it to go, well, it's an opportunity to like analyze it, pick up, you know, pick up and take the things that you can, you know, bring with you to, to make things better in the future and do even better next time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, cool. So, so tell me like, now, I know that you are full-time. This is your, you know, full-time career. How long did it take you to, to kind of feel like you're at that point where I, I started my business, I'm full-time, I'm, I'm all in, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> oh man, that's a great question. I mean, you know, there are days that I feel like, all right, yeah, like I'm here, I've made it, I'm a business owner. And there are days where I just feel like totally inept and overwhelmed <laughs> and like the waves are just coming over me, you know? Um, so I feel like something that I've been really looking forward to since I first became a business owner, you know, back in 2017 was getting to my five year mark because I had heard that like, okay, if you hit five years, like you have created something that is sustainable and that you're going to be able to carry forward. Like that is a, that is yeah. a business that is alive and is successful. And I'm really mm -hmm. proud to say that this summer I'm about to hit my five year mark as a business owner. Thank you. Thank Yay! you. That's so um, exciting. 
Wow. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm really excited. And, you know, something that I'm always, you know, talking to my members about and talking to my community about is, you know, celebrating your wins. Um, and that's something that, you know, I say that to others, but it's also a reminder to myself, you know, because I, I am a very humble person, um, you know, so I actually would like to over the next few weeks, like start to thinking about, you know, how do I want to celebrate that? How do I want to commemorate yeah. that occasion? Because, you know, you only hit your, your first anniversary one time, you only hit your fifth anniversary one time. So, you know, it's important to acknowledge like how far you've come. Um, because otherwise, like, why are we doing this? You know, like, it's really important to be in the moment and celebrate what we've already accomplished. Um, you know, yeah. goals, goals in the future are important, but I think we have to acknowledge where we already are. I hundred percent agree. Um, I have a business coach and that's stuff that he like talks to me about because I'm, I think most people who, um, are business owners, they're over overachievers. So we're hard on ourselves, but you have to take the time to celebrate the wins. Like what you're saying, that's a huge milestone and you've got to celebrate it. And I like, I hope that you like throw a big party or something that I get to go to. Cause that's awesome. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Um, most definitely there's going to be some kind of social element to it. Some kind of like, you know, a element of coming together. Um, but I think that it's just, it's something that I've definitely have been looking forward to. Um, and like always knew that I'd hit it, but it's, it's awesome to like really have it on the horizon. Yeah. That's so cool. All right. So let's kind of dive back into Babe Crafted, um, what would be maybe some obstacles that you kind of faced along the way when you, you said you launched it in 2018, which you were transitioning from something else that you had created. You know, what was kind of some of those obstacles that you overcome to, you know, get to where you are now? Of course. So, I mean, the, the, I think one of the biggest ones was, so when I started Boss Babe Club, you know, like posting, hosting ticketed events and selling merchandise and creating, you know, um, blog content, I, I quickly realized that that alone was not going to sustain me. You know, um, I didn't have the capital to have the large scale events that I wanted to have um, or to launch the product lines that I wanted to launch. So I, I went back to the drawing board and I realized that the, the types of content that um, women were, you know, were, that was really resonating with women, the women that I wanted to serve was all about, you know, building your confidence and marketing and business foundations. And they were also really enjoying the events that I was hosting. So I went back to the drawing board and I came up with this membership idea because I thought, you know, I could package the skills that I already have um, and create this network of women that, you know, you put us all together and we're one big super brain. I mean, we've been there, we've done that. We can refer each other to, you know, if we don't have it, we can refer you to someone that does, you know, mm -hmm. so um it took some courage, you know, to do that. Like I really, I, I could have gotten scared and, and, and thrown in the towel, but instead I was like, you know what, like there's an opportunity here to create something that doesn't already exist. Um, and to further meet the mission, which is to support and highlight women-owned businesses here in Tampa Bay. Um, so since launching, you know, the, the membership in January of 2018, officially, you know, under the name Babe Crafted, you know, I have, been able to not only serve women here in this area, but also expand to, um, to add ladies in other states and even other countries. So mm -hmm. it's been really cool, like seeing women support each other, like whether you live in St. Pete or you live in San Diego or, um, you know, near Detroit, Michigan. 
that's very cool so like how it's interesting to have like so many women that are in Tampa Bay but then you've got the people that are the women that are around the country and even I think you I think maybe you've told me before that you have someone over in Europe am I remembering that correctly yeah we have two gals in London okay so what's the what do you feel like the dynamic is there you know having that collaboration between people that are in the rest of the country across the world and Tampa Bay yeah, so um, it's a little challenging, you know, to serve the women who are here where I am and also serve the women who are at other places. But some of the some of the things that, that we have in place, you know, is our, our members only Facebook group. That's a really great opportunity for members to continue to get to know each other outside of our in person and virtual events. So that's a great place that we can really come together and hear each other out share validation, encouragement, feedback, and, you know, find collaboration opportunities. That's been really, really helpful. Um, and then I am also the, the queen of email memos, you know, so I'm always <laughs> sending out like, okay, here's what we have coming up. Here's what you can take part in. And also like sharing tips and ideas on, you know, here's how to stay in touch with your fellow members. Here's how to build relationships with your fellow members, because I mean, not relationship building doesn't come naturally to everybody. I mean, it's something that like, even people who are really good at it, you know, need to continue to work at it, you know, mm -hmm. to, um, you know, to not get, not get complacent, you know, and to follow up and reach out and take initiative. So um, it's definitely a learning curve, like for both myself and members, but it's, it's a total joy to get to get these women together, you know, to, to learn, to grow, share feedback, celebrate all the above. Yeah, I mean, that's the amazing thing about the the time that we live in is having the technology to be able to connect with each other wherever we may live. You know, we've got, we've got Zoom, we've got Facebook, you know, the Facebook groups are so good, you know, to inspire that collaboration. So yeah, that's really awesome. Yes, thank you, thank you. And always learning and growing, like always adding new features, improving current features. I mean, the membership that that I have today is not the membership that I launched back in 2018, you know, so it really has taken a lot of a lot of retooling and figuring out like, okay, this works, let's keep doing it. This doesn't work. Let's stop doing it. And I feel like that's one of my favorite things about being a business owner is that I get to make that call. So if something is successful, great, let's keep it up. If it's not, I don't have to drag it around with me. I can just let it go. You know, so when I was working for other people, I just didn't have that. I didn't have that power, that autonomy. So I really appreciate that that's on the table at this point. That's a great, that's a great point. And that's such an, and that's the advantage to owning your own business is it's, it is yours to do whatever you want with. And it's a living, breathing thing. So like you're saying, it can just, it can evolve and change. And, but kudos to you to being open to that change because some people have a hard time with that. You know, it's like we get so keyed on like a particular thing that when we just can't let it go, you know, even when it's not working. So that's, that's cool to hear that you're like, you have that awareness around that to see what works, what doesn't work and to adapt and, and change. Thanks, girl. And, you know, and I really love talking about challenges and obstacles because I feel like we can learn so much from them. And also, I I really like being transparent. I really I don't I don't want anyone to think like, oh, like Gina started a business and then launched another business and everything's just been real smooth and great. There's <laughs> been a lot of things that have been smooth and great. But, you know, I, I have. I have um, I've had some missteps along the way. I mean, for for better or worse, and I, I'd be happy to share um, a couple more of those if if you're game. Yeah, absolutely. Go right ahead. 
Right on. So one of them is, um, you know, I really struggle to ask for help. And I think that a mm -hmm. lot of other business owners and women do too. Is this something yes. that you work on as well? Yes. Yes. I've definitely improved in that, but yeah, <laughs> I can yeah. I identify with that. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Um, you know, and for some people that comes maybe a little more naturally, but it definitely doesn't to me. And, you know, starting a business um, without a business background, you know, I mean, there was just, there was a lot to learn, you know, like you just start running and you pick up things as you go. And, you know, there, there came a time, it was like February of, um, I think it was, you know what, it doesn't really matter the year it was, <laughs> I was, yep. I was showing up for an event and I had my, um, my new virtual assistant, you know, she act, happened to live in Tampa. So she was working with me. So she was working in person at that event. And she had said she wanted to have a conversation with me. And I thought, oh gosh, I think this girl's going to fire me as a client. Like I'm missing deadlines, you know, like I'm just, I'm not showing up for her in the way that I want to, to help her do the things that she needs to do for my business. But instead of firing me as a client, like we really had like, um, you know, like a, a sit down where it was like, okay, I think what's happening is that you're overwhelmed. Like this was her speaking to me. Like you're, I know that you're not meeting these deadlines on purpose. Like you have too much on your plate. There are some disconnects in your operations. Mm -hmm. um, so like, let's really dive into that. And um, she, you know, she added some more meetings, um, added some more phone calls to our agenda. And she was really help, able to help me, you know, not just like work on, uh, for, for lack of a better metaphor, like not just handle like the symptoms of the cold, if you will, but like get mm -hmm. into like the actual illness, you know, yep. and, and diagnose that. So, um, I really appreciated that she was able to offer me the help that I didn't know how to ask for. Um, yep. and since I've gotten a lot better at saying like, okay, I'm noticing there's a breakdown happening. Like, let's figure it out. Like, don't just put, you know, I don't just put blinders on anymore and just try to like make it work. Cause that's just not possible all the time. Like I'm really able to step back now and say like, all right, we need to figure this out. This is this, this element is not working or this type uh, this way of doing things is not sustainable. Um, so, you know, having worked with that, that virtual assistant, which was Kristen of Val and Vast, um, you know, okay. just to give her a nice little shout out. Um, you know, I've since worked with, with other VAs and other um, independent contractors, and I'm continuing to get better at like asking for help and, and noticing when I'm like, oh, I'm overbooking myself or, oh, you know what, this is too much. And um, I used to think that that was, that that was a weakness, you know, that that was like, well, I'm not working hard enough or I'm not, I'm not, um, mm -hmm. I just need to, to try harder and I'll get it right. Like, no, that wasn't the issue. Yeah. I, our society, I think puts that pressure and we, yeah, we totally, it's it, you, you gotta have that awareness and not burn yourself out, just trying to keep up pace, you know, um, so do you, do you still have a VA or what, like, have you hired on people? What does that look like for you now? Yeah, of course. And I want to say real quick, what you said about, you know, um, keeping pace. I think being a business owner is about finding your own pace. Yes. Ooh, that's a really good, like tagline. You need to <laughs> trade. Yeah. <that. laughs> I, you know, and I, it, it came from what you had just said, you know, like I, um, I think it's, it's really important to, to, to find your own way of doing things. And like, that's how you're going to stand out in the marketplace. Like that's how you're going to be able to deliver something special and impactful to your clients. Like, it's not about just doing what everybody else is doing and trying to keep up with everybody else. Like we'll just burn out that way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, but uh, to answer your question about like what my support team looks like nowadays. So I work with um, a marketing and event assistant. Her name is Vicki Glaze. So she is a really incredible polymer clay um, jewelry designer. And then she also has a background and passion for marketing and events and communications. So I've been really fortunate to work with her because I definitely could not do everything that I do by myself. You know, it just... <laughs> It just would not work out, girl. Um, so I'm really happy to have someone like Vicky who can, you know, bring ideas to the table and like have a little bit more of a um, a full picture look at everything that's going on because we have a lot of events and I have a lot of I have a lot of really incredible members that have different questions and different goals and you know, my mind is definitely typically in a place of, okay, like, how can I better, you know, best serve the members who I already have? And then also I'm pitching new members. I'm building relationships with new potential members, you know, so having, having her eyes on, okay, like here's what's coming up and, oh, we need some Instagram stories to promote this event and all kinds of things like that has been very, very helpful. Um, and then I also have a couple other event assistants that I work with, depending on who's available when, and um, a couple of really incredible photographers that I work with to capture our events. So it's um, it's really helpful to have people, you know, to lean on and to call when it's like, oh, we need some support here, or we need some support over there. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't feel like you're doing it all by yourself. And you start to feel like you're drowning <laughs> at that point. Yes. Oh my gosh, of course. You know, and the irony of like having a, a network and support group for business owners is, you know, I'm putting out that support, you know, and those resources for others, but I need to be, I need to be on top of that for myself as well. So like, you know, I yep. have had to like seek out that extra support, you know, in lots of different forms. I mean, in the form of an assistant, in the form of a therapist, in the form of, you know, certifications and books, you know, to support my goals. Um, and also leaning on friends more, you know, like getting together for a glass of wine or event session yep. goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. So what would be, what would you say, like kind of your your why, like, what's the big why for you? What's that motivating factor of like, keep, you know, gets you up every day to work on this amazing business? That is a beautiful question. Um, you know, I have always been really excited by being around people who are going after their dreams and following their passion and, you know, overcoming these obstacles to continue to pursue that passion. Like whether it's, you know, being an artist or being a graphic designer, um, I mean, being, um, being a bookkeeper, I mean, whatever it is that is your jam and you love doing, like, I want to be, I want to be around that aura that you have, you know, and I want to support it with the skills I have, um, with the pep talks that I have to give, you know, so that seeing my members, um, enjoy their journey as business owners, like enjoy their journey as being, you know, as being women and, you know, being people in the world, um, and supporting those efforts, seeing them smash their goals. That's always really exciting for me. That's, that's a cool why uh, I like to hear that you're, you're kind of like, you're the cheerleader, you know, on the, on the sidelines for, for all of us. <laughs> yes. And you know, what's funny is I, um, I did cheerlead for one year in middle school. Um, you know, so like both, both literally and metaphorically, you know, I just, you I always want to be that, that positive voice on your shoulder saying like, you've got this, you can do this, keep going. Uh, I love that. Very cool. So what, uh, what would you say would be kind of the, the value that you feel like you bring, bring your members, um, you know, kind of 
one of those, like we talked about events, you know, the Facebook group, but kind of go into a little more detail in that. Of course. Yeah. So the number one reason why, um, why members join Babe Crafted is connection, is authentic connection with like-minded business owners. Um, and I know that some of those words feel buzzwordy, but they're not because it's it's what I hear over and over. You know, like when someone new joins Babe Crafted, they get an email that welcomes them into the girl gang and lets them know what their next step is. And the next step is to fill out our new member survey so that I can add them to our member directory, send them goodies in the mail, um, and then also ask them a couple questions about why they joined, what they want to get out of Babe Crafted, and what goals they're working on. Because the more I know about my members, the better I can serve them and point them in specific directions, connect them with people who I think are a good fit for them, things like mm -hmm. that. So the number one reason why they join is, is connection. You know, like being a business owner is exciting and amazing, but it can also be very overwhelming, very lonely, especially mm -hmm. because, you know, 99% of my members are solopreneurs. So they don't have a co-founder, you know, like they're in it. This is, this is their vision. Um, you know, but it's really important to have support along the way, whether it is you're celebrating a big win, like maybe you've just, you know, you've just, um, maybe a client just booked you at your highest package, or maybe you're launching your very first workshop or course, um, you know, and you want to celebrate that great. Like we, completely know what that what that is like and what that means for you and how big of a deal that is and we are all over it um or maybe it's a really challenging day and you have to fire a client or maybe you know you had a co-founder and you don't anymore you know because you're going separate ways i mean anything could happen in the day of a business owner you know i mean it can it can be wildly different from day to day so like having people who get it um and can offer some kind words offer, you know, a, a referral for you, you know, so you can get what you need is, is a big deal. Like, it's really important to be able to, to feel like you, um, you know, you have a, a, you have people in your corner who have your back on, on the good days and the really tough days. So a lot of the value comes in that network of support, you know, like these, this group of people who really are here to fill your cup, um, and to hear you out. Mm -hmm. Um, but then some of the more tangible things that we offer, I mean, we have in-person workshops on all different topics, everything from, you know, creating really wonderful reels content to protecting your business legally, protecting your intellectual property. We host um, virtual events like co-working and featured guest talks. We have a really amazing um, workshop library full of on-demand education and replays for all of our past workshops. We have a content library full of thousands of photos you could use in your content. We have, um, you know, I did mention our, our Facebook group, but then we also have visibility opportunities. That's something that we offer that no other membership offers. Like, not only will I help connect you with people who are going to um, fill your cup, but I'm also going to connect you with opportunities to promote your business in a non-salesy way. So That's get awesome. you in front of, yeah, right. Get you in front of a wider audience, like build up that credibility, build up that online reputation, you know. It used to be that that you know someone needed to hear what they needed to hear about your business three times before they acted. I don't know what the number of times is anymore, but I know it's more than three. So I can help get that number up, you know, and so that when they are looking for a massage therapist or someone is looking for a um, a business lawyer, they can say, "Oh, you know what? I saw Salma in the directory, or I saw Salma Bankaboo, you know, on Instagram, or oh, I saw Caroline of Balatai in the directory. Let me go ahead and give her a call because she can she can meet my needs. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, the word community is coming up for me, which I'm sure we've already said, but it's a, it's a really um, tight knit, tight knit community of women that are there to support each other. And you could definitely feel that, feel that love um, in the group and at the events that I've been to. So, yeah. I'm so glad. Thank you for that. You know, and I, I always, of course, love to hear when things are, are great and wonderful, but I always I also really like to hear when like, oh, this could have been better, or I noticed this, was this your intention? Um, you know, and one of the other challenges I wanted to share is, you know, like I have not been, I've not been a perfect leader. I mean, who, who has been, <laughs> but, um, you know, I have learned that kindness is not a diversity strategy. Like you really do need, um, some experience and some education on your side. If you're going to be a truly, um, equitable and inclusive business owner, leader, um, community leader. So I'm really fortunate that I have built up rapport with my members so that if there's something that could be better, they feel comfortable telling me, like they know that I'm going to receive that and take it and move forward with it in a, in a, in a positive, helpful way. So, you know, I did have a member reach out to me, ooh, I'm throwing my uh, earbud string around, uh, not used to wearing, <laughs> used to wearing headphones, yeah. um, you know, who, who reached out to me via email in um, early 2020, you know, during Black History Month. And she said, you know, I'm really disappointed that you haven't made an effort to celebrate Black History Month or showcase your Black members. And I was like, you know what? You're right. That is disappointing. And I'm really mm -hmm. sorry. And that was not my intention, but I understand that that is what that's what happened, you know, so yeah. I have taken measures, you know, to, to not let that happen again. Um, you know, getting out of my own way, like it, it's, I never want anyone to feel tokenized or like I'm only, I'm only highlighting them or showcasing them because, um, of their race or the color of their skin or their background in some form or fashion, mm -hmm. you know, so I let that fear of, of being, um, offensive in some way, keep me from trying at all. You know, and the wow. answer is never don't try, you know, the answer is, you know, research and educate yourself and move forward with the best of intentions and try. Yeah. And like you said earlier, don't be afraid to ask for help. Like, hey, I'm not sure about this. You know, can you help me? Can you give me some advice? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. And there are a ton of really incredible resources, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, diversity and inclusion and equity. Um, I mean, there is a free certificate through USF, which is something that anybody can take part in. Um, another really wonderful um, resource that I found is um, Rachel Rogers is a really incredible business owner um, and membership and community leader who I've learned a ton from. Um, Simone McNish is a really wonderful like diversity and inclusion professional and I've learned a ton from her so um, always improving always getting better and being really intentional with like okay I'm not going to just leave it up to chance with who I who I who is selected to be on a panel or a speaker or who's featured in a blog like I have to seek I have to seek diversity out and I can't just assume that all of my members have seen it um, I want to reach out to like individual people to make sure that they saw this opportunity and that they sign up for it if it's something they're interested in so you know making a, a point to not let diversity just kind of um, oh well maybe it'll happen like no yeah. it will not just happen like we have to make it happen yeah, don't leave it up to chance, but be, like you said, intentional about working to be inclusive. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's actually, it's it's funny that you're talking about that is, that's actually been something that's been on my mind lately, um, you know, so I'd definitely be open open to learning more about 
how to incorporate that mindset in my business. So yeah, that's really cool. Yes. And can I shout out one really incredible business? Yeah. So, um, colored joy stock is a really wonderful, um, resource and business. So it's founded by Christina Jones, who I'm really happy to say is a friend and Babe Crafted member. Um, it is diverse stock photography featuring models with all different skin tones. And okay. I mean, yeah, right. So no matter what type of industry you're coming from, like whether you're a real estate agent or a bookkeeper or um, you're a graphic designer, a florist, I mean, there are photos that are in her content library that you can seamlessly download and pop into your blog, pop into your Instagram feed. So especially if you're a solopreneur, um, you know, it can be hard to showcase, you know, other skin tones, like people who look different from you because you mm -hmm. want to you want to be genuine, but you also want to showcase like, look, I support and work with people from all different backgrounds. So that's you, diversifying the, the, the imagery in your feed and in your content is one of one of the many ways that you can do that. And Color Joy Stock is an incredible company. I highly implore anybody listening um, who um, who this is a goal for to check it out. Cool. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I'll make a note to add that to the show notes too. That's really cool. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So tell me, um, tell me what, like, if you could think of an example of, you know, like a bright spot in the membership, uh, or I'd probably call it like a success story from one of your members of like how, how they've kind of collaborated or connected with, with someone in the group. Of course. Um, so I have two stories come to mind. So the first one is with um, a past Fade Crafted member. Um, she is the wonderful Danielle Bayard Jackson. Um, she is a friendship coach. You have probably seen her on Instagram under the name Friend Forward. She's phenomenal. So when she was a member, she was the co-founder of a public relations company. Um, and the really great thing about, you know, having a co-founder is that you can navigate the business world, you know, building your business together. Well, mm -hmm. she um, quickly found herself, um, you know, being a solopreneur, like it turned out that her co-founder was looking to go a different direction. Totally understand. Like, you know, our minds and hearts change all the time. So she found herself, you know, like in, in, a, in a pickle, you know, figuring out like, how do I move forward? Like, how do I start over? You know, and she, you know, had built up this, this trust with the, the other Babe Crafted members. So when she posted in the Facebook group and said, here's where I'm at, there was a flood of support, you know, of encouragement of, um, you know, tips and ideas on how to get your ducks in a row and how to best move forward. And then she and I also hopped on a call and we talked about, you know, some things that that I, I wanted to send her away. One of them being a mindset shift. She wasn't starting over. She was just recommunicating how she was moving forward. I mean, she had already built all these incredible relationships with um, PR contacts and, you know, potential clients. And it was just a matter of um, reintroducing herself. So yeah. I definitely wanted to make sure that she knew that. Um, um, and then also, you know, recommending, uh, therapy, you know, because there is a lot of, um, you know, sometimes we don't even realize what we're carrying around with us, especially if we are on the precipice of a big change of a big shift, whether it be in our life or in our business. So that was something I also kind of put that ball in her court of like, Hey, here's another recommendation that I have that I think could be a really good fit as you move forward. Um, and it was really great to see her, her soar and thrive with that company, um, that she relaunched under tell public relations, um, until she switched gears to be a friendship coach full-time, which is amazing. And she has, um, a book coming out in 2023. So major kudos oh. to her. Awesome. Yeah. 
Totally, mm-hmm. totally. So that was really wonderful. It was really great to be, be there for her at that time when she really needed it. Um, and then another story I'd love to share is um, a current, a, a recent story for a current member. Her name is Amber Romero of A Creative Co. Um, so the story is that she went from being a social media agency based business um, you know, focusing on a lot of one-to-one client work to now running a social media membership and being an educator and a speaker. Um, and I had received an, you know, an email from a, a past contact who works in actually the real estate industry. And she was looking for some recommendations on some professionals who could educate, you know, um, a group of realtors about social media, about video content to, to market their business. And mm-hmm. I had sent a couple of women their way, including Amber. You know, I went through my member directory and I was like, okay, I think so-and-so is a good fit. I think so-and-so is a good fit. Here you go. Um, and she ended up working with Amber and they had an incredible event, incredible experience. And Amber has now signed on to work with them on other speaking engagements. So That's awesome. Yes. So she was so excited, you know, to have this opportunity that has helped to propel her forward in the direction that she wanted to go. Yeah. I mean, you never know that next opportunity is just around the corner. So you got to, you know, be open, open to it. So that's really cool to hear that. Yes. So I, you know, it's really wonderful to get to be, you know, to play a part, you know, and helping, helping women business owners move forward. You know, I just, anything I have, you know, to offer, like, I am happy to share. And I love that our members have the same attitude. They're like, what do you need? You know, like, here you go. So it's just, it's really wonderful to get to, um, you know, to, to celebrate these wins together. Yeah, absolutely. So what, how many members are you at now? 136. Wow. That's, I mean, you launched in 2018. That's pretty amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, um, I know like we can all be our own harshest critics, you know, like goals are important, but it's again, really important to stay focused on, um, how far we've already come. And, you know, I, I keep a wins journal and, you know, on the daily, at the end of the day, like I will jot down, like, okay, here's some bullet notes of some really fabulous things that happened today. And every time I get a, so the platform I use to run my membership is Kajabi. And every time I get one of those Kajabi, congratulations, you have a new member. It, it is just <laughs> like fireworks go off. Um, yes. in my head and it's just such it's so exciting so whenever I write down that wind journal like oh got a new member today like I celebrate every single one of those new members and really strive to show up for them in the way that they deserve you know it's not about the numbers but I think it is important to be aware of the numbers because the numbers don't lie um, so on a day where I'm feeling like man do I feel like I'm moving forward I don't know I look at my numbers I'm like okay I am like I am I am this far ahead of where I was last year. Um, it's just really important for perspective. Yeah. And that's when we were talking earlier about celebrating your wins, that's, you know, that's a good point. Cause that's how you can remind yourself that you are going forward. You're not, you're not stagnant, like awareness around what those wins are and successes, because that's just going to motivate you to keep, keep going. Heck yes. Heck yeah. Um, and it's just really exciting to, you know, to have a vision and put some action in place and, and yeah. see it come to fruition. Like I love, like you reap what you sow. Like I, I live by those, those four words and it is so yeah. awesome to get to, you know, to like plant these seeds and then get to enjoy them when they grow. Yeah, absolutely. 
So what would be some kind of like future goals or like long-term vision that you have for the, for the group? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Um, you know, some things that are on the horizon for Babe Crafted is I'm launching a, an awards program. You know, I want to, sh I want to showcase women in a way that I have never before. Um, I think it's really wonderful to get to, um, you know, like I, we provide a lot of visibility opportunities. We provide a lot of connection opportunities, but I, I want to toot our horns. Like I want, I want yeah. recognition for these women too. So that's something that's on the horizon, the Babe Crafted Awards um, cool. for, for members and non-members. Yes, thank you. And then something else that's coming up is, um, you know, we're a very virtual company, you know, like the way that our members stay connected, um, the way that we speak to each other is all is a lot of virtual. Um, you know, uh, connection. So something that I want to do differently is I want to add a print component. So I'm creating a shop woman owned printed guide that's going to be Ooh, launching cool. later this year. Yeah, I was really inspired by so um, you I'm not sure if you uh, were able to to visit strands of sunshine. Um, there used to be a company called strands of sunshine on Central Avenue in St. Pete, but I mean, oh my gosh, the wonderful owner, oh, Amy, yes. like, moved to yes. Europe. <laughs> so yeah. she had a, a pretty good reason for, for closing the brick and mortar shop. <laughs> um, but she and a couple other business owners got together and they created this like really beautiful foldable printed guide with a map that was like, you know, information on all the incredible local businesses, um, you know, on Central Avenue. And I thought like, wow, I've been saving it for years. I was like, this is something special. Um, and then, you know, about six months or so, I was like, you know what, I want to take the inspiration I have from this amazing piece that these ladies created. And I want to create my own version um, to showcase like in a really visual way of like, look at all these incredible women owned businesses, like here in your backyard, like both for That's locals cool. and people visiting. Yeah. There are so many tourists that come to this area. And then there's so mm -hmm. many people who are new to this area. So I think that would be a really great like way to say like, look, here are your people. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast because mm. it's like, there's people that move here. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of a transit community of people that live here for a few years and leave. Um, but then there's people that have lived here their whole life and they don't even know about, you know, it's hard to keep up with all the new businesses that open, you know, um, and then people, you know, come visit and they just fall in love. And so just being able to like showcase how amazing the area is with all of the small businesses that we have. That's what I love. And that's, that's really cool to hear that you're working on something like that. That's going to kind of like showcase all that. Yeah, you're right. It's like, there's so many people right in your own backyard. Yeah. It's really cool. Heck yeah. And it's just so nice to get to, you know, I mean, in a perfect world, like not only do I want um, women-owned businesses to be celebrated more, but I, I want to send more dollars their way, you know, and I think a part of that is visibility, you know, so we're going to get more visible, uh, we're going to celebrate more, um, and we're just going to, we're going to keep staying boss. <laughs> nice, I like it. <laughs> so kind of, kind of wrapping up a little bit here, tell me, I would love to ask what like a typical day looks like for you. Yeah, that's such a nice question. Um, that's a fun one. So, um, you know, I am one of those people that starts my day with, you know, a bit of a bit of scrolling online, you know, like I check out what's yeah. going on Reddit, I check out what's going on Twitter, um, you know, and then I get up and I open all the curtains in our house, I make some coffee, I feed the animals, take the dog for a walk. Um, and then I, I pop into my office, which is, um, 
It is a, our house is technically, it's a three bedroom, but the third bedroom is not accessible from the inside of the house. So like I yeah. go to my porch, enter my office, which is also my laundry room transparency here, um, <laughs> you know, and yeah, my laptop, yeah. right? <laughs> check my email, like check our members, Facebook groups, see what members are, are working on, see what, who needs support, you know, and then dive into that day's priorities, you know, which can be anything from moving forward with some logistics on an event to working on a blog post to highlight my members to um, answering some questions from a potential member. Very cool. Awesome. So I, well, this has been, this has been a fantastic conversation, not only just to like hear, hear your story, learn more about you. I can see the passion that you have. Um, and I'm not surprised that you're, that the membership has grown at the rate that it has because it, the, the passion and the love that you have is just like oozing out of you. So, I mean, when I met with you, it didn't take me long to join. So I know that that happens a lot. So <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, you're a rock star and I'm so happy that we got connected through Tara of Book and Bottle, another yeah. incredible woman-owned business, brick and mortar location in downtown St. Pete. If any listeners have not been to Book and Bottle, like, oh my gosh, go get yourself a latte, glass of wine, you know, um, go camp out at Book and Bottle and soak in all the beauty. Yes, that's, I, I was telling this somebody recently, whenever I went in there for the first time, which was not, you know, soon after she opened, um, in 2020, I walked in and I was like, all right, this is, this is my jam right here. <laughs> I'm at home. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That is so awesome. I had the same feeling. And I mean, what a, what a testament to, to, to that woman's vision, because she has really created, um, not only like a beautiful place to spend time in and to gather, but like a place that is very welcoming and comfortable. Yeah. But see, you play such a key role in that because you are supporting women like that. So, so thank you for what you do. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for, you know, thanks for giving me a chance to be in your corner. You know, I really, I'm really excited and, and grateful for that. Cool. Well, before I let you go, um, I have some fun, just rapid fire questions for you. So tell okay. me what's your favorite pizza place in the area? Oh, that's, that's a tough one. I mean, there is so much delicious tough. pizza. Yeah, but this is rapid fire. So I'm going to go ahead and say, um, I'm going to say Fabrica pizza. Their, their mushroom pizza is delicious. Yeah, I've heard that one before. All right. So if you have a chance to do like a night out on the town, whether that's like favorite cocktail bar or favorite restaurant, you know, where do you go? Um, oh gosh. So I would say um, someplace with a rooftop. I think that one of the really great um, aspects of living in the Tampa Bay area is like getting to see the beauty of where we live. So um, I'd say hanging out at Embird Armature Works um, or Booyah Gastro Bar in South Tampa, um, or you're even, you know, hot, like getting a ticket to an event at Station House and hanging out on their rooftop in St. Pete. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And I was actually just at Canopy, which is another beautiful rooftop oh. bar. You can oh look out here. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I haven't been. I'm going to have to put it on my list. Yes. Go to Canopy. Um, so, okay. So when you have that precious day off, what is your favorite way to spend that day off? 
you know, I mean, meeting up with a friend for coffee goes a long way. Like I would, I like love to go to Davis Island coffee bar for coffee or Willa's provisions. Um, the Davis Island dog beach can often find me running around there with my uh, Labrador mix. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, we live in a pretty hot place, you know, so like I tend to stay indoors where there's like nice air conditioning, but you know, in the cooler months, I really enjoy like a nice fire pit, you know, like make something like, like a yummy home cooked meal and, you know, hang out in the backyard with my husband and a good fire pit. Yeah. I like that. I love fire pits. And, and, and like, I know people make probably make fun of us here. Cause it's like 60 degrees outside and we're <laughs> freezing around a fire pit. Like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, Hey, like we got to get our kicks where we can, we got to enjoy that 60 degree weather. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So tell everybody how, um, how they can find you online. What's, what's the best way to connect? Sure. So Instagram is a really great one at babe crafted. Um, and then listeners can also meet, meet me and all of our members at babecrafted.com and click on our directory and do some exploring there. Awesome. Well, thank you, Gina, for taking the time to chat with me and to share with the audience, like your passion and, you know, just how you champion, well, number one, you're champion small business, but you're championing women owned business, which is, you know, near and dear to my heart. Cause that's the category that I fall into. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. This has been such a fun afternoon and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to, to be a part of St. Pete's soul, be a part of this really awesome platform that you've created, um, you know, to highlight local businesses and highlight, people's stories. So thank you, Brittany, for all that you do as well, girl. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening and we'll check you next time. Bye. If you want more information about this episode and others, please visit my website, BrittanyRenew.com. You'll find more information about me, my passion for St. Pete and real estate there. Look forward to connecting with you soon. Bye, friends.